Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hope You're Okay, the podcast. I'm your host, Adele, and welcome to it. Um, Yeah, welcome back, found family. Um, Today's episode is going to be, are you one of the boys or are you just a pick-me? I.e. how to be friends with a pick-me, how to know if you're the toxic friend, and then, of course, we're going to be doing our question of the week, our cry count, you know, all of our good stuff. So it's going to be a good episode. I'm excited. So let's just go ahead and hop right in. Play the song. Welcome to my podcast. Shoddy bays, shoddy booze, shoddettes, Hold on, let me take a sip of my apple juice. Welcome <laughs> to Hope You're Okay, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back. Just hopping right into housekeeping, honestly. I am so tired. I don't think I've ever been this tired in my entire life. In all of my entire life, I've never been this exhausted. You know when you feel it on your eyelids and your eyebrows? That's how tired I am. I feel it. In my in my brain, I feel how tired I am. But it's okay because it's because of the grind. But the grind never stops, and the grind is for you guys, and it's worth it. So welcome back to Hope You're Okay. Um, today's episode is going to be a really good one. It'll probably be a shorter episode because I'm just that exhausted. But I say that every week, and they turn out to be like 45 minutes. So we'll just truly have to see. But before we get into the contents of the episode, um, let's do a little bit more housekeeping. So on Snapchat now, I am doing daily vlogs. Um, so if you want to add me on Snapchat, my Snapchat is Maya Adele. Definitely add me there. I literally post obsessively my every single thought. Honestly, it's the least stressful part of my job because I talk to myself all the time anyways. Um, and I'm used to posting on my Snapchat story all the time. I just It used to be my private story because I was like, nobody cares. Nobody wants to see that. But then once I went to Playlist, I learned that that is incorrect and people actually do want to see that. Speaking of which, what a beautiful segue. I am really good into my next housekeeping update, which is Playlist freaking live. Guys, guys, Playlist live was so much fun. It was so good. It was exhausting. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm still recouping and it was like two weeks ago. Um, but it was so much fun. I got to meet so many people, um, and make so many great connections and just go to so many good panels. Like, it was just a really good moment for me. So, I'm really glad I went. Um, it was really awesome. And I definitely will be going back again next year. So, make sure to catch me there next year as well. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for housekeeping. I didn't have an episode last week. I'm so sorry about that. It's because, um, TBH, I don't remember why. I, something happened and I wasn't able to record, but I don't remember what happened. Um, but yeah, getting adjusted to my new posting schedule. I have a new posting schedule now, um, after playlist because I was just talking to other creators and they were talking about how I really need to have like a solid posting schedule. And I knew that I'm just lazy. So anyways, now I post on Monday, Wednesday, Friday on TikTok and I have the option to post on like the weekends or Tuesday, Thursday, and most of the time I do, but like my posting schedule is to post Monday, Wednesday, Friday at least. And then I also post on Instagram Reels now on Tuesdays and Thursdays and YouTube Shorts on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So that's really fun um, and exhausting. And then of course I have the podcast to do um, that goes up every Friday. So I started that new uploading schedule last week, and I think that's why I couldn't get an episode out for the podcast, because I'm just not used to posting on that many platforms, plus the Snapchat daily vlogs. It was just, it's a lot of content. I'm making a lot of content right now, um, and I think my body will get used to it, hopefully, and I won't be this tired always, but 
I am exhausted as of right now, but that is totally okay. You know what? Because sometimes when I'm tired, the delusion actually makes the content better. So yeah, guys, I have these cutie little butterfly clips in my hair. Hold on, little ASMR. And they're so cute and I'm obsessed with them. And I got them from Target yesterday, um, which again, vlogged it on Snapchat. So if you have my Snapchat, then you know what clips I'm talking about. But I have blue ones, I have pink ones, I have green ones, I have dark blue, and then I've got purple, and then I've got white. I will, you will never catch me without a butterfly clip in my hair ever again. This is my life now. This is my look forever. I'm never taking them out. Anyways, <laughs> um, I think that's it for housekeeping for today. I don't have a coffee, which is probably why I'm so tired. I'm going to go to Target after this, though, for the... I went to Target twice yesterday. I have a problem. I need to stop going to Target, but I'm not gonna. It's the only place that brings me happiness anymore. But, um, that got dark really fast. That's not even true. I just like being there. But anyways... When I go to Target, I'm going to go to Starbucks because I still have so much more to do today. And it's only like 4, not even. It's 3.45. And I could literally get in my bed and sleep right now. I'm that tired. But I don't have that option because I have things to do. But anyways, enough housekeeping. Let's go ahead and get into today's topic. Today's topic is going to be called, titled, hyphened, Are you one of the boys? Or are you just a pick-me? Forward slash... How to tell if you're a pick me girl or boy i guess but this this is really in reference to pick me girls let's go ahead and get into it so this segment was actually inspired because um every now and then i'll go live on tiktok and play episode actually but normally after i'm done playing episode i will ask you guys what you guys want to hear on the podcast and so the last time i did that a few weeks ago i got a ton of great topics i'll probably do it again in like another week no, probably in like another two weeks because I need to get through the topics you guys have already told me you want. But somebody asked me like how to be friends with a pick me, how to tell if you're the toxic friend and then how to tell if you're a pick me. Um, and so I thought I would kind of combine all of those things into one. And you guys know I like to do little self-reflection activities for you on the pod here. So today we're going to be doing, um, you know, those comedy shows where they'll be like, you might be a insert anything here if and then they put all this funny stuff in there well we're gonna do kind of a twist on that except it's not gonna be funny haha it's gonna be funny weird no i'm kidding um but it's gonna be like you might be a pick me if and then i'm also gonna do you're probably one of the boys if so this way you guys can really self-evaluate yourselves you can self-evaluate I don't know if it's self-evaluation, if it's your friends, but you can evaluate your friends. You can really see what's going on with the pick me energy here. And then we're also going to do a how to know if you're friends with a pick me slash um, how to know if you are friends with like a toxic person because you guys asked me to do that. So we're going to do a little mini segment of that. And then we're going to do another mini segment of how to be friends with a pick me. That's a lot of segments. It's all one segment. It's all one pick me segment. But it's broken down into a bunch of different categories, so I can hopefully hit everything you guys are asking about. But if any of these little mini categories need more in-depth breakdown, let me know and I'll do a full episode on any one of these categories if you want me to, if I need to after this. But I'm trying to be, what's the word? Not convenient, but like, you know, not diligent. Dang it, now it's going to bother me. Hold on. Whatever, I can't think of it. I've been trying to think for like five minutes. It's not working. I don't even care. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and start with the age-old question. What even is being, quote, one of the boys, unquote? <laughs> 
Now, this segment is going to be mostly for straight girls who like boys. Um, straight girls who like boys. Why did I feel the need to say both of those things? No idea. But straight girls, girls who like boys. Because I, I don't, I'm not sure how pick me works if you don't like boys. I'm not sure if that's a problem that that community faces. But I can only speak for girls who like boys. And as far as I can tell, being one of the boys is not really real. It is, but it's also not. It's nine times out of ten, it's not. And there are very few exceptions to the rule. There have been very, very few times when I will look at a girl in a group of boys, whether the group is like two other guys or like seven other guys, where I truly feel as though she's one of the boys. And that's just my opinion. But you know, you're on my podcast, so you're going to get my opinion. I just, I just don't think it's a real thing nine times out of 10. Every now and then, yes, there's an exception to the rule. But what do we always say here on Hope You're Okay? You're probably not the exception to the rule. So probably you're not one of the boys, but like you might be and you might be close. I just to me, one of the boys truly is like the guys look at you and they would never in a million years ever, 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 ever think about you in a sexual way. And I just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Call me old fashioned. But I just think that the chances of that are very low. We are hot. We're so hot. It's just everyone here, you, me, everyone's hot here. And so it's hard for me to, because there are even platonic friends that you have where you're like, ah, but if we were the last people on earth, okay, well then, well then what the piss, you know? But taking that aside, in this scenario, we'll just say one of the boys is like, you, they don't see you like that on a day-to-day. -day. On a day-to-day, -day, they think of you as, like, their friend, which is rare, but that's what we'll we'll say. So, you're probably one of the boys if <laughs> they talk to you about their poops. If a, if a man is talking to you about his bowel movements, nine times out of ten, he's probably not trying to hit in that exact moment. Um... Now, this is not the only prerequisite to being one of the boys because some guys are just like, don't care. Guys are more likely to talk about poop than girls are. So, because girls don't poop, obviously. Um, but guys are more open about it because they don't care. So, this is not the only prerequisite, but like nine times out of ten, if a guy's trying to like woo a girl, like actually just like for the purposes of like hit it and quit it, that's such gross vernacular that I'm using. I don't even care. I'm, I'm sorry. This is a segment for me to. I, <sighs> What can I say? I'm with my boys. No. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. They're probably not going to talk to like a girl they want to date about pooping. So it's just normally like not, like eight out of ten times. They're not going to do that unless you're like friend zone. Not friend zone, but like one of the boys, one of the guys. Like, you know, you know. Okay. Um, you're probably one of the boys if they talk to you about other girls they like not just other girls they want to hook up with. I feel like this is a, a common misconception. Girls assume that they're one of the guys because guys will talk to them about their hookups. That doesn't matter. That's not, that doesn't matter. Mm -mm, doesn't, that's not, that's not valid. Because guys will talk to anybody about their hookups. They love talking about it. It's like a freaking trophy lineup. But that's so sad. Oh my gosh. Guys, I just want to go ahead and apologize now for anything that I might say in the next 40 minutes. I, if I sound like a dude, I'm really sorry. Um, if I sound like a douche, I'm, I apologize now. Just know that this is not my heart. 
it's just the truth okay anyways but guys talk about their hookups so easily like at the drop of a literal hat so cares about that but if they're talking to you about a girl that they like then they probably don't look at you in that way because like you're not going to talk to a girl that you like about another girl that you like unless they're trying to make you jealous I would say that there are, okay, so there's like one, two, three, there's like six of these points. I would say you have to have at least four out of six in order to qualify as one of the boys. Because each of these things, like one of them, they can still low-key like see you as like, not like see you as a girl, but yeah, kind of see you as a girl, like, you know? So I would say more than one has to apply. But yeah, if they talk to you about girls that they like, like girls they're like in love with they're like yeah bro like I just really like her and I don't know why like, and they just go I remember I, my guy best friend in high school would go on for hours about this girl that he liked like first of all ain't nobody want to talk about that because I fully liked him so like why would you even tell me that but they probably are going to count you as one of the boys if they're talking to you about girls they really really like because guys that when they talk about girls they really like go on forever like forever for so long and like you don't care you really don't care. That's how you know that they see you as, like, quote, quote, one of the boys. Okay, next point. You're probably one of the boys if they've met your boyfriend slash, like, love interest, the guy you were talking to, and they were chill about it and they were nice to him. If you brought your boyfriend to meet your guy friends because you're one of the boys and those are my bros and they would never and blah, 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 blah. And you bring your man to meet these men and they're all, like, weird and like gross and they're like bullying him and it's like a hazing session and they're like calling him names and he, you're like oh this is my boyfriend joe and they're like oh hey hannigan and he's like it's joe and they're like whatever okay what's going on <laughs> what's happening but if you bring your boyfriend they're like hey man nice to meet you like we're, we're gonna go play some you know beer pong over here if you're old enough to be playing beer pong, we're going to go play some beer pong over here. You want to join? Like, they're like, I don't know, like friendly and nice and they're not being weird. Then, OK, you're probably one of the guys because they're not threatened by you bringing in a guy you like because they don't care because they don't like you. OK, so that's a good that's a good indicator. I feel like um, you're probably one of the boys if you're out and about, you know, you're hanging out with your guys and it's cold. Maybe it's winter. Maybe the AC's up, whatever. And you voice that you're cold or you're obviously freezing and they like just look at you or they like tell you you should have brought a jacket. Meanwhile, they have like a flannel on. They're we they're actively wearing like a coat and they're like, yeah, I well, should have thought about that. <laughs> okay. You might be one of the boys. <laughs> like if they're not, <laughs> if they're like not, like they don't care, like. Aw, mm, womp womp, wah wah, should have thought about that before you decided to step out the house in that crop top. Ain't nobody told you to wear all that, why are you trying to dress up? Like, that kind of thing is one of the boys' energy. Like, they're not going to treat you specially just because you're a girl, because they, they don't care. They literally don't care. You don't even count as a female to them. Okay, then you might be one of the boys. Next, you might be, you're probably one of the boys if bodily fluids run freely around you. If um, they are farting near you, if they're taking off their shoes, if they're putting their feet in your face, if they, you know, there's pee running down their leg and they're like, bro, look at that stream. Like, <laughs> if they're just being, like, if you guys are, like, out and they're like, oh, I gotta go pop a squat in this bush and they just whip it out and start pissing. Okay. 
you might be you're like hey yo bro like they've forgotten that you don't even have a wiener they don't even register that you don't have one of those and they can't just be like slinging that thing like they're not thinking about okay well then yeah you might possibly be considered one of the boys and then lastly um if they bring girls they like around you um and don't care if you're friends with them or if they try and hit on your friends or your siblings, then you're probably one of the boys. I say this because obviously if they like you, they're not gonna try and, if there's any interest there, any interest there, they're not gonna try and like flirt with your friends, they're not gonna try and like flirt with your, like if you have a sister, oh, oh, if you have a sister, it's over. If you have a sister and your guy friends are always talking about how hot your sister is, Actually, okay, sister is a little bit, because your sister probably looks a little bit like you, so they could still low-key have a little thing for you. But mostly friends. Like, if if he's trying to hit on your best friend all the time, constantly, then, or, like, even just, like, flirting with her, or he's, like, telling you to set him up with your friends, like, that kind of thing, okay, then you're probably one of the boys, because they don't care if, like, they, they make it weird. Then again, though, guys don't really care if they make it weird, which is why you have to have more than one of these in order to be considered one of the boys. But a good amount of times, if a guy is, like, flirting with your friends um, or if he brings the girl he likes around you and doesn't care if you're friends with her, that's one thing. This is a really good one, actually. I'm really good. Pat myself on the back for this one. If a guy has somebody he likes or somebody he's liked in the past and you are friends with her and that makes him feel weird, he likes you 100%. Um, maybe not enough to date you, but he definitely likes you. It's, there's definitely something there. He's trying to hook up or something. He's, if he's weirded out that you're friends with the girl he likes, like, obviously. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm just recording. <laughs> okay, sorry guys, my roommate came home. Um, so she's gonna be chilling in the back, but... Okay, I feel like we're done with that first segment. To be honest, I've lost my train of thought on that first segment, so I truly don't know if we're done or not. But we're done now. So now we're going to move into the second segment, which is the <laughs> unfortunate you might be a pick-me-if segment. Because I feel like, I don't know. I've never been in the pick-me type, so I'm not sure if you guys know. But you did ask me to, you know, how to tell if you're a pick-me. I just kind of always assumed that pick me girls knew they were pick me girls and I feel like they do so I feel like if you have to ask you're probably not but again there's six points I would say if you have like four maybe less for this one maybe three out of six you you might be a little pick me ish you know ask your friends ask around maybe see if that's what's being said about you you know perhaps um because there it's not it's not the best look it's not the cutest ever you know we could do better so you might be a pick me if you feel weird when you're when your boys bring other girls around because why do you feel weird? Why are you being weird? Why are you being weird? Because if those are really if those are really your homies <laughs> as as you profess, if those are really just if you're just one of the guys, one of the boys, one of the bros, then then why are you being weird? Why are you what's wrong? Why are you uncomfortable? <laughs> Think about that one. Okay, you might be a pick me if you've ever actually said with your mouth i'm one of the boys that actually immediately immediately negates you being one of the boys you can't because the boys don't ever say they're one of the boys have you ever heard a man say that have you ever heard a man be like yeah i'm just one of the bros mm, 
no. So you saying that you're one of the boys actually makes you not one of the boys and points you more towards the pick me lifestyle. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying if you've uttered those words, you might need to start asking around. You might be a pick me if you give yourself their clothes slash hats slash anything that they own. If you take it and put it on your own body, if you're like walking around and you're like, oh my God, Scott, and you take Scott's hat and you place it on your dome, <laughs> then you like skip around with it do like a little dancey dance you might possibly could be probably a pick me maybe because why i mean do whatever you want but also like for what reason are you wearing scott's hat it's different if you like need it like i know for my brown girls every time it rains i normally take i don't normally take it they give it to me but i'll be i'll end up wearing like my guy friends hats or like jackets because they normally have extra and i can't get my hair wet that's completely different i'm talking about sky is clear sun is shining and you're just vibing you're walking with scott and mark and then tracy comes up and you feel the feminine urge to wear scott's hat all of a sudden why are you doing that Tracy's just saying, hey tracy doesn't even know scott they sit next to each other in econ 101 she doesn't even want tracy's married you anyways okay you might be a pick me if you get what you would probably call protective when another girl shows interest because why are you protective it's the same it's the same vibe as like getting feeling weird when there's other girls around why are you protective over a man that you don't that you claim to not want because these are your bros right you're one of the boys Okay, so then if you don't want to date them and another girl comes up, why are you why are you being like overly protective? She hasn't even proven herself to be trash yet. Like, okay, if she's trash, then that's one thing. But if she hasn't even proven to be trash yet, how are you? Why are you? Why are you mad? Like she ain't even done anything yet. Give Shorty a chance to mess up at least. Oh, like you say protective, but I feel like you're just being a weirdo. You know, it's a little funny, but not funny, ha ha. Funny, weird. Anyways, last two are, you might be a pick me if you post photo, oh, actually, wait, hold on. This is the most pick me thing I've ever seen in my life. This is actually the only one. If you do this, I'm sorry, but you, you we got to go through pick me rehabilitation. It's not like it's over for you. You know, there's still hope, but also in your current stage right now, you are 99% probably a pick me. If you post photos of just you and your guy friends with no context for no reason, why? Why? Just like you on your story with like 15 men and you're like, me and my boys. If you ever use the caption, my boys, you're done. 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 You're finished. You can keep living your life happily, but just know that your girlfriends are probably like, girl, y'all be weak in the knees. Stand up. Stand up. I just, cause it's, if it's a birthday post, then okay. If it's like a special occasion, you're at like prom or something then okay fine homecoming even but if it's just a regular tuesday afternoon you're like on a hike with your five guy friends and you just post you in the middle of all of them just cheesing and you're like my boys now now tracy why would you don't do that don't come on okay and lastly 
You might be a pick-me if you feel the urge, the feminine urge, to prove how well you and the boys know each other at any given moment when nobody asked. Not in, like, the weird way, like, nobody asked or, like, the mean way, but, like, actually no one asked you. And, like, Scott is like, oh, yeah, I've been playing baseball for a long time. And then the girl he's talking to is like, no way, I played baseball when I was 12. And you suddenly feel the urge to be like, yeah, well, my dad invented baseball, actually. So... You know, I'm kind of a baseball prodigy. I actually am a baseball. So, yeah. Scott and I play a lot, and he uses me as a baseball. So, just like a little fun fact. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Who asked? Nobody that didn't... You didn't need to do that. That... Okay. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. I don't... There's no need. There's just no need. Um, So, you know, just maybe take some time to self-reflect. If three out of six of these things are something you have related to, then yeah, you might be a pick-me. That's okay, though. The first step is self-awareness. And then the second step is to just don't do that anymore. It's not that hard. It's okay. You're fine. Just knock it off, you know? Just, like, cut it out. Quit it. Okay, and with that, we're going to move on into... How to know if you're friends with a pick-me slash how to know if your friend's like the toxic friend. Okay? Okay. <laughs> good talk. Good talk. How to know if you're friends with the pick-me slash if you have a toxic friend. I feel like you know. I This also, I feel like if you have to ask, unlike the pick-me segment where like if you have to ask, you're probably not. If you have to ask if your friend is a pick-me or if you have to ask if your friend is toxic, they probably are. And you probably already know that. You just don't want to, like, say it. But it's okay. I'll say it for you. I've got four points this time. And I would probably say if they do any of these things, they're probably a little... Uh, uh, probably. probably Maybe don't. Maybe maybe don't be BFFFFFRs with them. I don't even know what that stands for. Okay. First, we're going to go ahead and hop right into it. My mouth's getting a little dry doing a lot of talking and there is no triple blonde espresso in hand so it's a little hard today you hear a lot of things that they say when you're not around like you hear a lot about the things that they say when you're not around like you're talking to your other friends and they're like oh yeah like marissa told us yesterday that she actually saw you at the baseball field and you like didn't say hi to her oh okay well why didn't marissa just tell you that why didn't Marissa just freaking text you? Like, okay, why has Marissa got my name in her mouth while I'm not there? Or <laughs> they tell you things people say to them about you when you're not around. This one is a spicy one. This is a tricky one because you you it fe- makes you feel like, oh, like they're like a good friend. Like they're coming back and they're telling me that people are being mean. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. Let me paint you a picture because you know I'm really good at those. Picture that, you know, you are with Marissa's peers and they say that Marissa, you know, they say that she's ugly. They say that she looks like a daggone meatball with hair. And, you know, they're saying that in your presence, your first thought as a good friend is going to be like, hey, bro, like, Stop talking about Marissa, even if she does look a meatball. You leave my meatball alone, you know? You want to defend your friend. <sighs> now, that could happen, like, once. 
perhaps, but if they're always coming back and telling you like, oh yeah, these people said this about you and this person said this about you, you have to start to ask yourself why these people are so comfortable talking crap about you to your good friend Marissa. Because people only have one, but one chance, but which really they really shouldn't, and most of them are smart enough not to, but people really only have one chance to talk crap about my friends in front of me. Even a little bit of crap, even a sprinkle, even a little ditzy. I don't know how much a ditzy is, but it's less than a sprinkle. Even a, a dizzle, a drizzle of crap is too much. And they will never do it again because you're not going to talk crap about my friends in my presence. That's disrespectful. It's the same thing as talking crap about them to their face, except that it's more disrespectful. Like, so if Marissa is always coming back to you telling you all these things people are saying behind your backs, you have to question why they're so comfortable saying them to Marissa, why she's always around in rooms where the room is full of people who don't like you like maybe marissa's little double agent action you know just something to think about okay if every time this is pick me behavior but also pick me's are toxic so they go hand in hand if every time you're around someone that you like someone you have a crush on somebody that's it's important for you to like impress them or whatever and that person suddenly becomes like the most charismatic just social freaking butterfly you've ever seen in your life a little suspicious like they suddenly want the attention of the people that you like just like just because you like them like marissa had never looked at daniel a day in her life before and then as soon as you guys were at the you know sixth grade sleepover and you were like daniel's kind of cute the next day marissa was like Oh my gosh, Daniel, I literally, I sent you the funniest meme on Instagram last night. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but it was literally so us coded. Like, oh my God, it made me think of you and that time that we went to the pizza parlor. Do you remember that? Wait, <laughs> hold on. Back it up, 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 back it up. You had never spoken to Daniel in my presence before. And now suddenly, you see, it's a little suspicious. It's a little suspicious. Um, third point. You tend to feel left out when you're in, like, a large group. They're constantly, like, one-upping you or making things seem like the incident was way worse than it is. Like, they're either trying to embarrass you or they're one-upping you. They're either downplaying your achievements or, like, whatever you're talking about or they're upplaying something that was not as, like, humiliating, embarrassing as it should have been. Like, the one time that you were, like, seven and you, like, peed yourself because you were scared on a roller coaster and Marissa happened to be there... Now you guys are all talking. Daniel's in the group. And she's like, yeah, it was literally humiliating. You should have seen the urine. It literally soaked her pants. You're like, bro, it was literally one drop of pee and I was seven. And they're like, yeah, she was basically 14. I don't even know what was going on. I had to cup my hands, basically. We were mopping it off of the floor. Like, girl. It has never been that serious. Or if you're like, yeah, I just won a Grammy and I'm really excited about it. And Marissa's like, yeah, well, my dad actually built Grammys for a living. So I actually have like 12 of them just sitting in my room. I actually won my first Grammy when I was seven, actually. So yeah, I've actually been to the Grammys like 20 times. And they're not even like, I just me personally, me, act just like me. It's, this is just me. Like most girls, I guess, aren't like this, but I just don't see like the worth in Grammys like I just I'm much more of like like okay girl first of all there's no need they do this a lot with makeup especially if you're like in middle or high school and you like have just started wearing makeup oh 
oh, they love to, yeah, like, I don't know, it's just, like, not me, like, I just don't understand how you, like, wake up every morning and put all of that on your face, like, I could just never, like, I'm just too lazy, I guess, like, I'm just so, like, no, it looks great on you, like, you look literally fantastic, like, I love it on you, but just for me, like, I just like to be more free than that, you know, like, I just, I don't know, I'm, like, a sportier girl, I guess, like, I, like, play basketball or whatever, like, ugh, you know, like, I'm just, like, and you're just sitting there like, okay, okay, congratulations, like, point me to where I ask, it's just, you know, they're just doing the most at all times in that font, you know, you're probably a little bit of a toxic friendship you've got going on there, and then lastly, if or when you do bring to their attention that they've done something to upset you in any way, um, they, like, downplay it or play it off as, like, you being dramatic. Like, you pull her aside afterwards and you're like, hey, I really don't like how you told Daniel that I was 14 peeing myself on the, on the ride at Six Flags. I really didn't appreciate that. And she's like, okay, literally, it was a joke. We were all laughing. Like, you always do this. Like, you just are, like, so uptight. Like, literally relax. Like, he thought it was funny, first of all. He literally thought it was funny. And if anything, like, I am literally helping you. Like, now you guys will have, like, a little inside joke and, like, you'll have something to talk about. You're welcome. Jeez. So selfish of you to even think that way. And then you're like, maybe it was selfish of me to think that way. Maybe I should be thanking her. No, you shouldn't. She literally just humiliated you. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyways, <clears throat> just things to think about. I would say if if these sound familiar, if this behavior sounds familiar, then yeah, you might have a little bit of a toxic friendship on your hands. Perhaps. Maybe look into it. Um, or, you know, you can listen to the next segment, which is how to be friends with a pygmy. And I'll help you out with that. Let's just Let's just time hop right over there. Okay, so our last little mini segment of the main segment for today to wrap it all up is how to be friends with a pick me um, or like how to be friends with a toxic person. To be completely honest with you, my number one step would be not to. I would say don't. Um, more so if it's a toxic person. If it's a toxic friendship, I would say probably just like cut that off for a little bit. If it's a pick me, I would say probably, I personally would probably cut them off, but everybody's different. Some people don't want to. Sometimes it's like a really good friend of yours you've known for a long time. Sometimes they're family friends. Like, it's hard for me to just tell you guys to cut your friends off. So, I would say the first step would be to decide if you want to be friends with them anymore or evaluate if you can even not be friends with them anymore. Is this a friendship that you could kind of phase out? If you stopped hitting them up to hang out, would they like just fizzle out of your life if so perhaps consider letting that happen if not then okay no problem um you it's possible it is possible to be friends with a pick me um i would say try talking to them about their pick me symptoms whichever things that you picked up on uh, whether it was via this past little segment that we just did something that you picked up on on your own something your parents pointed out to you your other friends pointed out to you talk to them about that talk to them about how they embarrass you a lot in front of guys that you like or how you feel like they gaslight you or you know whatever the problem is talk to them about it one-on-one -on -one. see if they're willing to change their actions i was talking to my roommate about this a few minutes ago and i feel like a lot of times if you're younger 
if you're like 19 and under, maybe, no, like 17 and under, um, then your friend really might not notice they're being a pick me. Like they really might not know. Um, it could just be like they're like male validation complex kicking in and that could be because of trauma or like how they're raised or like all kinds of stuff um could be like driving why they act that way and it doesn't necessarily have to be because they're a bad like they're trying to be a bad friend to you um so i would say definitely talk to them about it if you're a little bit older i feel like that you have to know by like 18 you gotta know what you're doing but maybe not i would still say talk to them about it see if they're willing to change their actions they're probably going to say they're willing to, but see if they actually do it. Um, and then if they do, then okay, problem solved. You you fix the problem um, and you guys are fine. If they don't, then some alternatives might be trying to only hang out with them when you're not in a group setting. Like if your problem with them is that they always put you down when there's other guys around, maybe don't hang out with them when there's guys around. If they're fine when there's only girls, but they're weird when there's boys, then only hang out with them in all girl settings. Maybe like distance yourself a little bit and only hang out with them one-on-one -on -one if the problem is that they always are putting you down in group settings and you really want to be friends with them but just not in group settings then only hang out one-on-one -on -one, maybe only grab lunch or only have sleepovers with just the two of you um or if it's only one-on-one -on -one, mm, i would say if it's only one-on-one -on -one toxic behavior and they never do it in front of other people that sounds like bullying and a really dangerous situation to be in so i would say maybe just cut it off then because that's really really that could get dangerous so maybe don't do that but um if it's like only in a group or only around boys or i don't know only around freaking chase from the seventh grade then maybe try to avoid those situations but if they're fine every other time then okay hang out with her every other time and you guys might be fine you could try that out for a little bit see if that works um but other than that i would say just if none of that stuff works if you try and adjust there, if you try and ask them to adjust their behavior and they don't, or you try and adjust like your environment and nothing is working, just go ahead and cut it off. You will make other friends. Pygmies are not the end all be all. Even your best friend right now, as much as you love them, is not the end all be all. You will make other friends. You will love again. It's not the end of the world if you have to distance yourself from a friend. And a lot of times, especially in like high school, um, girls will become pick-me's for a little bit and go through their pick-me era and then be fine on the other side. So maybe you guys just need a distance for like a year or a month or two months. And then once they come back to themselves, they're fine. I would say live, love, laugh, evaluate your situation, and, um, you'll be okay. <laughs> that was my intro music. Isn't that beautiful? Um, okay guys, so we're done with the main segment, but don't you forget Normally, you thought we were going to hop right into cry count, huh? Oh, wait, no, that really sucks. Well, no, we're not going to. We're hopping into question of the week. I don't know if you forgot, but we do questions of the week now. And I've got one for you. This one, I believe, wanted to say anonymous, so we're going to call her Ani. And um, Ani is asking today, I have a friend that likes me, and I like him, and I want to date him, but I feel like I'm not mentally ready. Oh, Ani! <laughs> shoddy girl <laughs> mm -hmm. beats me no i'm kidding okay so this is such an interesting little topic it's so funny that you should ask me that because i actually only have experience in this situation and you know what i this is actually not as challenging as it might feel like it is. It's really, if, it's really simple, actually. Because if you like him and he likes you, and you want to date, but you're not ready, 
then all you have to do, wait for it, hold on, it's really life-changing, I'm really good, is tell him that. <laughs> I mean, just... I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised at how much of an asset communication can be to the human race. Um, all you have to do is just shoot him a, a text, a call, an in-person, a face-to-face -face even, a FaceTime. And, you know, explain the situation. Be like, hey, bro, I think you're great. <laughs> Remember that video of that kid in, on Instagram when we were, like, all, like, 14? Wait, no, you guys are still 14. Uh, when I was 14. And it was, like, the kid on the piano and he had the glasses and he was like, hey, I think you're really cool. I like you a lot. Maybe we should hang out or something. That video, send him that. And <laughs> and just be like, hey, bro, like, I think you're cool. Like, I, I do like you, but I just, right now, don't feel like I'm in the place where I can, like, date. Um, and then I think you personally have to kind of evaluate where you're at. Like, do you think you're going to be ready in, like, soon? Like, or do you just, like think it's gonna take you like a year because you also can't expect him to wait for you but you can at least be transparent and be like i like you i really do but i'm just not in the place right now where i can date and then you guys can decide where you're gonna go from there he might be like mm, don't care gonna wait and then okay he's waiting and you guys can do that or he can be like all right cool um i'm gonna go but let me know when you're ready and we'll see what happens then and then you know, you guys can go live your separate lives. You can do you, he can do him. And then maybe another year or two when you're ready, you can come back and be like, all right, I still like you. You want to try it out? And then hopefully if he's not married with three children, you can swing that. But yeah, I would definitely say that this is not like the worst thing ever. Um, just give yourself some time. You seem like you're already a pretty mature person to know that you're not mentally ready to date right now. Um... So I feel like you'll probably like an emotionally and mentally mature person as well. So he'll probably completely understand and you guys will be able to vibe and work something out. And there you go. That is the question of the week. Slash to all the boys I've left before. I'm never going to let go of that title for this segment. I don't care. I'm never going to. I understand that it doesn't really apply because I don't always answer questions about crushes, but I'm going to keep it anyways. Let's go ahead and transition into our favorite, our favorite segment to this day. Good luck, Ani. But anyways, our favorite segment to this day. That really sucks. <laughs> hey, it's time. So buckle up. Push those headphones into your earlobes. Turn up the volume on the car. Because it is time for that really sucks. And do I have a soapbox to get on today? So, <clears throat> the first thing we're going to be complaining about is the fact that I have so much to do at all times that I can no longer fit it all into one day. I am exhausted. We talked about it during housekeeping. We're talking about it again. I've never been this tired in my life. I literally have so much to do that I just stopped trying. I've just, I've officially given up. I just can't. I just can't. I just, I, <laughs> I just can't. And that really sucks because I like to be able to can, but I can't. Point two is that 
recently, if you've been living under a rock, in case you don't know, um, the live action Ariel has been, um, the trailer has been released. And for some reason, I guess everyone forgot that it was happening. And then when the trailer came out, everyone remembered that they had a problem with it. And so now just TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere is just flooded with people who are just enraged that Ariel is going to be black. And just don't get me started because I could do a whole podcast episode on just this topic. I don't think I've ever heard a dumberest, a dumber argument. I've... It, uh, well, she wouldn't be that dark if she was underwater. Plus, she's Dutch. Okay, um, the crab talks, bro. So, I think I rest my case. I, <laughs> but it just really sucks because I'm just I'm sick and I'm tired. You know, it really sucks. It reminds you how many people just don't like your skin color. It's really, it's exhausting, draining even. So yeah, that really sucks. And then lastly, sorry the guys, it took a turn, whoa. Um, I don't have enough money to exist on this earth, and I really believe that. I just don't think I can handle it anymore. This is not a cry for help, I'm fine. It's just that like, it's getting really expensive to live on earth. Maybe I need to go to like an inhabited planet, perhaps maybe the aliens will take me in but just this this orb that i'm living and breathing on is pretty pricey um so that really sucks um but yeah that's you know that's all i have for today nothing too too crazy you definitely had some worse sucking we've had some worse sucking for sure so i guess i should be grateful um that this is all that really sucks this week it also kind of sucks that i'm filming this right now and it has to be up tomorrow at 6 a.m but that's fine. I, it's fine. Um, yeah, okay, so, cry count. Let's just go ahead and do our cry count. So, I don't think I've even cried this week, but I also say that every single week, so let me just, let me think about it for a second. Oh, I lied. Oh, I lied. Oh, oh, I lied. Oh, I lied to you. Oh, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. Yeah, I lied. Uh, I think my cry count's like three or maybe four i'm pretty sure i've cried twice in a like a service like a worship service and then once like a few days ago oh no actually four five six it's six i cried twice last night i'm fine but yeah definitely not zero isn't that funny isn't that so cute of me how i do that every time yeah so six what is uh what's you guys's cry count this week what are we what are we feeling Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, that's so true. Can you hear my juice box? That seems healthy. Okay, cool. Glad we talked about that. So, that is it for today's episode, you guys. Make sure to RRS rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Maya Adele, M-Y-A-H-A-D-E-L-E. The podcast Instagram is Hope You're Okay Podcast, and it's linked in the bio of my personal Instagram. TikTok is maybe Maya Adele. Snapchat is Maya Adele. Um, that's everything we've got now. Um, oh, YouTube is also Maya Adele, but it's the same thing I post on TikTok, to be completely honest with you. But if you don't have TikTok and you want my TikTok content, 
it is now being posted on YouTube and my YouTube channel is Maya Adele. So I'm really accessible. I am reachable as hell. So you can follow me on all or none, but all is what you should do. Um, make sure to give us a five star rating and to share this episode with your friend who's a pick me so that they get what you're putting down. They're picking it up, what you're putting down. Just send it and be like, LOL, she is so funny. But then they're going to listen to it and be like, wait. <laughs> I sense I've made a mistake of some kind. And then we've got them right where we want them. And who's going to tell them? How are they going to know? Well, they'll know if they hear this part of the episode. But other than that, who's going to tell them? Not me. Okay. I think that's it. I love you guys so much. Oh, I'm doing the wrong. I'm doing this wrong. I'm so sorry. All right. I hope you guys know how proud I am you were created. I hope today's episode made you a little happier. Unless, of course, you found out you're a pick me, in which case get better soon. And yeah, I love you. And I hope that you're okay. <laughs>